0: Welcome podcast listeners. It is episode number 256 of the Fret Talk podcast. You are joined by your host today. It is Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. That is me. You are also joined by Lee Padabadabadadoo. Say hi Lee. Welcome to your doom. Oh, oh, oh. oh, isn't that from like Altered Beast or something? Yeah, man. Yeah, get in. I love Altered Beast. It's hard as could ball. Have also done. I could have also gone,
1: Sega. <laughs> Indeed.
0: Indeed. Yeah, I think that catchphrase might already be, uh, might already be taken. But yeah, uh, oh, beast was. I remember the first level of that really well, and then not much else after that because it was hard. So you had the, you had yeah. the, the wolf. Then the next
1: the, one you had the dragon. Swampy area. And you were a dragon, and yeah. then I think the next one was you were a tiger, which was almost the same as the wolf, but you had like a, uh, like this punch, and then when you punched it, kind of had a like an arrow in front of him, and he would shoot across the screen. It was
0: like a zoom, 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 like flash sort of thing. They all had uh, that. That was your third attack, wasn't it? Like you see.
1: Oh no! Yeah, no, you did. What was the other thing that the so you had?
0: You had a bear at one did. of them, weren't you?
1: Yes, you were a bear. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and and then you became the dragon again at, on the last level. I think.
0: Uh, I must admit, I, I got to level two, and uh, <laughs> that was about it. I played it again mm-hmm. not so long back probably about five years ago when the mega drive collection came out i'm sorry the genesis collection for our um other yeah. o- other viewers um and it was still really really hard <laughs> like some of the like some of the other games i was like yeah um I'm, I'm getting this much better like sonic and that i was i was like getting to a point where i was completing those but Altered Beast is just really tough.
1: I mean, I didn't cl- actually complete Sonic Two until I was in my twenties.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it it's is the way isn't it is. <laughs> hard. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And then doing that and getting the Chaos Emeralds as well. Mm. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, I love love like actually getting Super Sonic
1: and getting through the levels and like, but that that fucking level on the the second. The second overall level, uh, I think it's the second stage of it. You know where you've got those blocks and you've got to jump up and the water's coming up and uh,
0: that they're like, bah. and they're going like this. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So ke- yeah, Chemical Zone Two, yeah, where yeah.
1: everyone gets stuck there. And, uh, <laughs> I was watching a, watching a YouTuber the other day and uh, they were talking about like the worst parts of levels in games and that came up and it was like, I don't care who you are.
0: You hate this. Because yeah, if you
1: get stuck in between the two of them, it kills yeah, you, you get, as well. Yeah, you get
0: crushed. If you don't make the jump, you end up falling down about three platforms. Or if that, not... If you
1: fall too far, you go right down to the bottom because there's no, there's no actual bottom to it. So you, you can fall by falling into the abyss. You can drown. You can get squished.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's tough going. And like the first level is just so... So breezy and nice, and you just like, yeah, I'm a fucking like badass. 20 seconds. Yeah, and then you you get into Chemical Zone, and it's just, you know what? Everything that you've learned in that first stage, fuck you. Yeah, but it does it yeah. does, like in the first stage, it almost encourages you to to throw caution to the wind and and run. Whereas Chemical Zone is like, no, if you run now, you will die.
1: There's this bit just before the boss on the Chemical Zone where you're running long at the level that he's at and if you if you uh don't have enough speed you don't make this gap and then you just fall
0: yeah yeah because the the platform it's got those rotating platforms isn't it and they they fall like they sequentially like roll over and it just drops you into <laughs> yeah. into death essentially
1: I think that one's one where they've got one of those floating ones. Do you remember those floating ones that go back left and right and you've got to jump on it and it's like the slowest hardest bit of Sonic because if you don't land it quite right.
0: That's a that, that's just after that point where the the platform where, where you get those yeah. on those platforms. And if you don't get get on that like really slowly moving platform, you have to do that whole like moving block thing again. Yeah. And there's another oh. one up the top as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, major, but anyway, this is not horrible. the Sonic podcast. Um, we, we do talk about guitars. We've, we've talked a good solid, like three or four minutes, just about sonic levels there. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. It's been a while <laughs> since you've been on, Lee. Um, so how been ya? Yeah, world.
1: I've been good, man. I've been traveling around and, um, yeah, doing bits and pieces. Uh, I was at, um, Timepedia, um, com. I was at, I was on the internet. Who were they then? <laughs> yeah. So I was over in Germany and uh, just like, meeting with my mates. It was Ella's birthday, so I just went over there and we, we had a really good uh, time there. We took a, a bunch of the guitars and we got someone to drop off a drum kit and we took a bunch of the amps and the guitars outside because there's this big car park outside front of it, which we kind of got the rights to have a big party out there. Nice. And, yeah, and then we scared everyone off with our playing and that was great. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was good because none of us had really played together in that sort of format before, and I haven't played in front of an audience in ages. But I kept trying to keep it all together, and because I've got a lot of experience playing live, like sh- so much, so um, and playing with strangers as well, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it was it was really good, and I jumped on bass at the end. Of, well, I say for the last half of it, I jumped on bass just to kind of like give other people a chance on the guitar and stuff, and it was it was really good. Cool together a nice little pedal board for it as well which was nice
0: nice what did we what what kind of stuff were we seen on that pedal board
1: what did we have we had my my vintage dd3 um because i wanted something that was going to be it was going to cut through i put far too much uh, level on a delay but i wanted it to just so i could play with like my repeats cool uh, but when other people got up it really fucked them up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had my uh, my OnePlus, um Pantheon Deluxe on there as well um, and this was running into a JCM 800 um, into a tube 12 I also had a JHS muffler letter on there which when I kicked in was so quiet I couldn't hear anything even though I turned everything all the way up couldn't hear a bloody thing so that, um, that pissed me off quite a lot because I'd never gigged that live. I've played it and thought it was great. Yeah, turned it on and yeah, it was so so quiet. I couldn't hear anything. So yeah, not recommending that anymore.
0: We might have a um, a hot take based on something similar a little bit later on.
1: Okay, interesting. So keep listening. I have my
0: uh, my
1: seventy six on there. Cool. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to play without a compressor. Uh, what else did I have and, and yes I did turn a compressor off when I turned the fuzz on <laughs> just in <laughs> case anyone was wondering um, I have some other stuff on there. I can't remember what like, oh I had a chorus on it whose chorus did I have oh I know what I had I had the universal audio modulation <laughs> it was really nice that was um, and I just left it on the chorus because I didn't have time to be messing around with it but the chorus yeah. on it was really really nice yeah Sounded really oh, good and, The tremolo on it was nice as well. Yeah, cool, cool,
0: cool, cool. And uh, what other things did you do while you were at Homepia? Because I think you might have done something a little bit special. I did.
1: Don't tell anyone, but I had a Jocelyn. That (laughs) I I, um I got to play with a shit ton of clones, like including actual clones. So I got to play with uh, a silver uh, centaur. Nice. A, um, a red ktr <laughs> of course um yep so i got to play with those and then a bunch of other uh, clones and we did you know that those shootouts they do at Anderton's where they blindfold you yeah and uh they get you to go through and you say okay this is the one that you thought was the best this is and so on and so forth we did that it was me playing it and yeah. i was talking about it as i was going through but they didn't reveal to me at the end which ones I like the most. They didn't write it down or anything. And it's all gonna be revealed to me when I watched a video. <laughs> nice. So I don't know what I've said is good, what I've said is crap. I I could have <laughs> just completely shut of everything.
0: This is but... gonna be brilliant if you are absolutely panning the uh the silver clon. Oh, i will be could so be. good. Could be I
1: I, and I said very clearly on the video, one thing I did do was I sat sat with the clon for a little while, got used to it because I'd never actually played a proper clon. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, went through like that. Um, but <laughs> what fucked me up a little bit was the amp that I was playing it with for quite some time, and I was sitting there playing it for ages, just before we started to film, the fucking amp cocked up. So we had to swap amps. Oh, no. Yeah. That's the second time that's happened. Just so as you'd we've a, gone to film,
0: you've acclimatized yourself to to a certain amp sound, and then oh no, it's got to got to be another one now.
1: Exactly. I was um, playing uh, for a Laney amp, which was really nice. It was one of their, I think, the Iron Hearts or something along those lines. Uh, really, really cool. nice. Being playing that for ages, and then I had to swap to the JCM eight hundred, and um, yeah, not very, the same. Is is it's different. <laughs> <You know? laughs> So I had, a, I had a very quick play, and I was like, oh "God, okay, I, I can hear the characteristics still." Yeah, but you got to remember these are transparent pedals.
0: Yeah, the <laughs> the whole point of them is that they're almost a little presence push rather than like massive changes. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, i as we were going through, I, the one thing that they did say to me that I I was quite fond of. Was do you remember the pedal that Timepedia sent you? The little clon?
0: Oh yeah, the horseman, yeah. the
1: nux. That they said that I really like that. Cool. Yeah, so I might be grabbing that back for you. <laughs> 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 Damn you! <laughs> cool. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um, the other thing I got to play with for quite a time was the uh the new Acclam pedal, um. And that's the woman tone. So this is supposed to get that the the tone of the of Clapton when he rolled his tone down to get that really thick tone. But what they what they said in the write up for a clam was they tried to reproduce this. And they were just like watching a bunch of videos about it. Uh, you know, they were watching a particular gig. I think it was the farewell gig in the sixties, rather yeah, than the Royal Album. Exactly. And they repeated that, didn't they, in the 2010s, I think it was?
0: Earlier than that, 2005, I think. Huh? it's 2005, I think. It doesn't seem that long ago,
1: but it probably was 20 years ago. My God. Um, Anyway, um, they were trying to do this, and they were just getting their strats and going into their fenders and stuff, just trying to reproduce the tone by rolling it off. And they were like, hang on a minute. There's more to this than just rolling down the tone. So then they tried running it into... The uh, into a Plexi, and they were like, well, hang on, we're still not getting it quite right. And it wasn't until they got something that was very close to the same pickups, which were PATHs in an SG, yeah. that Clapton was running. And then they realized that the woman tone was more than just the pot being turned down. It was a specific type of pot. It was the specific type of amp, and it was a specific type of pickup that all contributed to that tone.
0: Yeah, it was the sum of the signal chain rather than just individual parts.
1: And then they said turning it, um, actually turning that pot to go between rhythm and, and lead sound sounds was a pain in the ass as well. And wouldn't it be easier if they just put a second switch on the pedal? So you've got the overdrive sound, and then you've also got the hang on, I'm just going to switch that tone pot down. Um, so that's what they've done there. It's really interesting pedal. It's not for everyone. Yeah. The one thing it did that we didn't put on video because we weren't sure a clan was going to like it, the one thing it really did extraordinarily well, other than clapton tones, was doom tones. (laughs) Okay. It had so much gain on it and it it had um, so much low in it. It was just like, I was just like, I passed the guitar over to um, Emmanuel. I was like, okay. Don't play anything. Right. Play some Sabbath. And he played it. I was like, there you go. There's your Sabbath. And he was like, Jesus.
0: (laughs) So there you go, aiming for Clapton getting Tony Iommi.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Uh, I suppose (laughs)
0: not millions of miles away from each other, are they? Both SGs. Yeah, see, both. (laughs) Yeah, both in the 60s and kind of 70s. Getting raw, uh, kind of full stack roaring tones. If only we had Delaney working at that time,
1: eh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you would have got there already. But that's really cool. Um yeah, the the clams uh kind of come up this week, I think, as as some news. We're not really gonna uh, delve much more uh, much deeper into it than that. But I have listened to the tonepedia um Oh, yeah. player player that's what i'm after yeah i've listened to the tone pd player uh and the, you've done a really good job with that actually it really gives the characteristics of the the tone of that pedal
1: yeah cheers man i
0: was involved
1: in the uh how to of that one because it's a, a very different type of pedal noise, noise. noises yeah, we've got a few of their other pedals on there. I'll tell you one thing that is interesting about that pedal. Two things. One, the artwork on it was done by the same person who did the artwork on Clapton's original Full SG. Okay, yeah. And secondly, inside there is a little switch which you can make the tone pot darker. Yes. And we were like, God, we got, I think that switch is on. We're going to have to turn it off because it's like far too dark. And it wasn't. <laughs> And then when we turned it on, we were like, "Oh shit!" And that's where we
0: got the doom tones. Yeah, it's because you've got uh, like the darker switch on the the player, haven't you? Yes, they asked us to include it. Yeah, it's really cool, really cool. So that's an internal thing. That is, it is an internal uh, dip switch. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, because it was just a button on the player. Yeah, because obviously it'd be really weird to have like a turning the pedal over and then like dip switch. Switch on the on the player.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure why well, it's a button. Uh, it should be in a different, um, a different. Uh, thing. We've also got some really exciting news coming up uh, for Tompedia very soon. As uh, as you yourself, sir, so know, and, maybe uh, maybe, yeah. As soon as that's all tested, it will be quite big. I think it's a whole new era of Tompedia,
0: a whole new
1: world. Don't dare close your eyes.
0: <laughs> I'll close my eyes if I want to. Damn it. Um, so <laughs> it's not the only bit of exciting news, though, is it? This week, the um, pedal boards of Doom have got a little uh, little competition going on.
1: Yeah, and uh, by the end, by the time this goes out, it'll probably be
0: finished. When's uh, when's the competition finish? Uh, the day this goes out. Oh, no. Oh, no. But if it
1: hasn't, if we leave it up for an extra day, you might be able to go and uh, enter. I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you would have seen it.
0: Yeah, you're probably already on that. I'm going to share it in the podcast group as well, if you haven't already. Yeah, You for. might have. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's definitely, definitely worth getting on board with because it's you get to win a, a Captor X. Yep. Which is like one, and they are pretty damn good. The Mac Daddy of the Captor series, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he really caught me off guard. I was like, what?
1: Yeah, because you've <laughs> yeah.
0: got like you've got the Captors, which are like the load box, and then you've got the Cab M, which is the the Cab Sim, and then the Captor X combines both of them together to get like this ultimate, um, ultimate kind of recording load box. Uh, scenario
1: yeah, of course it's... the captors have an analog uh,
0: in them as well they do but the, the um, what do you call it the, the wall of sound stuff those Dyn yeah. things they, they're just another level they are aren't they Yeah. Oh, I love, love uh, wall of sound 2, 2XL pardon 2XL another level uh, 2 unlimited maybe that's no, two, no, two of
1: you. No, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> I mean, you are busting out some like proper nineties references today, it's like it's levels on Sonic and Two Unlimited, mate. G- I tell you what, the other day, it,
1: so we were having this conversation recently, weren't we? And I was saying about like my wife and I, we try to introduce the my wife. to uh, music that we might not necessarily think is. The best music in the world, but we tried to introduce them to as much music as possible. Yeah, I sit there and listen to some fantastic music. Actually, we we sit there and listen to like shaggy um, soul music, and wasn't you know, me. <laughs> yeah, we decided to play 90s pop to the children, so like Spice Girls, Take That, yeah. that sort of thing, boys own these sort of things to the kids. And my son was like, Daddy. Don't like this. I really don't like this. Can we turn it off, please, Daddy? Can we turn it off? My daughter was like, "I have found my music.
0: <laughs> yeah, these are my people." <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: she's just like, "Oh my god!" And like well, my wife and I were just sitting there listening to like the intros of these songs, and we were just like, "Oh my god, it's so much cheese!" Like, do you remember um, that Boys own song? Uh, it's no matter what, isn't it? And yeah. it, starts no it starts off with. Okay. It starts off with this heavy breathing, but melodic
0: heavy breathing. Sure, so it does. Okay. <laughs> sure, it does. It
1: does. Go, go and listen to it if you haven't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to, I'll be honest.
1: Honestly. It's like. Uh, uh, uh. And <laughs> it's like, we were like, oh my God, what is this? Backstreet Boys and all these sort of things. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. There was,
0: there was a lot going on, weren't there, in the 90s? To be fair, it was quite an eclectic era. There was um, like the country influence with like Shania Twain coming Twain, in. Yeah. And Texas. Part. Yeah. I like and, Texas. Then so there good. was like that, those kind of really big boy bands, and then the girl bands and stuff. But there was also Brit pop. Yeah. Um and grunge. Love a hip pop um, and then like dance, like electronic music was really coming to the forefront as no, well
1: no 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 <laughs> but you had you had that yeah.
0: the kind of the earlier end, and then you had the kind of stuff like faithless um, fat boy slim, fat boy slim, all of that yeah. kind of stuff towards <laughs> the later end as well, so like it was a massively massively eclectic um era for music
1: it was yeah
0: i like we we didn't get as uh, all of it we,
1: in fact we were in my school it was mostly people listening to either
0: rap towards the, the later end of it because they yeah that was found, kind of like the early 2000s that was weren't it by, by that
1: yeah, point I, some of my mates kind of found like eminem and stuff to, like about 98 when did when did um his first
0: album come out Oh, I couldn't tell you. I know that I was in high school, so it's got to be it's got to be early two thousands.
1: One of my mates, who I went to martial art lessons with, he was about three, four years older than me. Yeah, and he introduced me to uh um, two pack, and I was like, "Okay, okay, I, 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 yeah, this is cool." But I know it wasn't exactly what i wanted to listen to but i was like yeah this is interesting yeah there was an edge to it yeah that was about 97
0: 98 when i when we were doing that yeah i mean we had some we had kind of like puff daddy and and wyclef and people like that like the uk didn't really get the whole garage there was garage that was a little (laughs) bit later again though weren't it like craig (laughs) david and all of them all over your boink boink yeah (laughs) This is like very, very niche um, British no, music references
1: no, here. Craig David was out during that time because I remember going to Orton Towers in about 98 with my school and it was being played all over the speakers.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, man. It was... Uh, oh, so maybe it, Craig it David's the eclectic. next thing that you need to be... God, no. <laughs> um Peter Andre, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was nineties.
1: The... Whoa! whoa. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But the um the things we didn't get over here, like in my school at least, was the grunge. We didn't get any of that. I, I wasn't introduced to Nirvana until I started college. Same with Metallica. Yeah. It
0: was, is that... Um. Yeah. We had. Um like I never really got grunge the first time around because I was a little young for that to happen mm-hmm. um but by about the mid 2000s, there were a bunch of guys in like in a few years below me who like really latched onto grunge because it was al- almost like this ironic they' they're liking the stuff from ten years ago. Yeah, they they anti- really got into it and
1: conformism.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it it was kind of like that, and there was a big kind of grunge movement in like within my high school. Even though it was ten years too late, I, th- I think one of
1: the big things for me was they let you fight listening to the music, <laughs> and they just excuse it by calling it moshing. <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, <laughs> well up for that." So yeah, that was. um that was great but the new metal scene kind of like took it was like this this is going to unite everyone this is like rap and rock and metal and everything together everyone's going to love this yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. didn't quite work that way did it um (laughs) no so many people like
1: lincoln park didn't they
0: yeah lincoln park were kind of that um that middle ground for a lot of people weren't they like and, were, and, um, especially when they did like reanimation and they did the one with Jay Z as well. I hated that.
1: But it, I really disliked that.
0: There were people going like, yeah, like if Jay zs down with these guys, then it's gotta be it's gotta be good. And there were the um, the guys who were like like metal heads who were going, Yeah, there's some like really chunky kind of new metal riffs going on in there. That's what you've been up to. I've I've not done a fat lot to be honest. I did uh I did a gig this weekend. Um first gig back with my amp actually working, which was fucking fantastic.
1: I it's, mean when you sent those pictures, I'm sure you've spoken about it on the podcast already. Yeah, we when spoke about it last week. Over, yeah. I was like, was that actually your amp? I I thought you were sending pictures of someone else's amp, and then when
0: it was yours and you disclosed that, I was like, Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, full on like arc in between two tubes. It caused a bit of damage. It cost a, a lot more than... Well, it, it costs less than I bought the amp for, but not by much.
1: <laughs>
0: so it was a bit of a painful one, but it works again now. And it's he serviced it as well. So where it used to have scratchy pots, it doesn't anymore. And it's it's all good. So it's it's tip-top shape. It looks nice as well. He gave it a nice clean as well, which is very nice. Does it I
1: sound the same?
0: Yes, it does, yeah. I think there was slightly less... Uh, slightly less compression in the new tubes that he's put in. Um, but that can be solved by turning it up more.
1: No.
0: <laughs> so yeah, it was it was good. It was good. I, I played it. Uh, I played my first kind of corporate event. Oh, right,
1: yes, yes, you did.
0: Our gigs are usually um like clubs and and bars that fancy a bit of live music, and they. They pay, but they paid like basically covering our costs, which is fine. It's fine. This this one was a corporate event, so the money was much better.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, but not only that, it, I, I felt a little bit like a little bit like royalty. I was treated very nicely. We had our own room to kind of chill out in whilst part of the corporate event was going on after we'd set up and done our sound check. Did you order
1: olives and then complain about the little men inside? What? <laughs> you don't remember that on Spinal Tap. It was like, and this one's got a little man inside and this one doesn't.
0: <laughs> He's holding up the olives. No. Do not remember that? I don't, I'll be honest. Oh, well. um, yeah, it wasn't quite that fancy but we like we were given snacks and some some drinks which was fucking awesome which doesn't usually happen so I am all for corporate events I have sold out to the man but, but you know what it's a, it's a sweet gig yeah we played we played a set it went down like tremendously they loved it um, that's, that's that's my nickname tremendously <laughs> yeah if you ever <laughs> if you're ever going to be a superhero power superhero <laughs> Tremendously would be it, wouldn't it? <laughs> Tremendously. Oh dear. So yeah, we did that. Um I got uh, so during one of the songs near the end of the set, I play the guitar solo behind my head because I must show off. Um and I can still do it. So I like, you Were you gonna
1: say your back gave way and you got like, locked uh... position?
0: Yeah. I mean <laughs> That's when I know that I need to stop pulling that trick. Um, but today was not that day, um, so I was, I was playing the guitar solo pretty hard my head, and um, I got my first, first kind of uh, heckle. So I just finished the, finished the solo, put the guitar down, and he went, "Play it with your teeth next time." <laughs> it's like maybe, maybe I will need to do that in my next repertoire. I do, however, maybe. know. My mate, Reese used to do that, and then his dad just go,
1: "Your teeth are gonna corrode if you keep doing that." And he used to go mad. It. it was so funny.
0: Yeah, well, I've already got chipped teeth at the at the front, so yeah. and my teeth are like fucking blancmange. They're so soft. Oh they? Yeah, oh, so. I I I don't. It's not worth the the dentist bill. But maybe maybe there's a way I, like a I can put a plectrum between my teeth and pretend.
1: I mean that that's a that's a title for the podcast, isn't it? Blemange teeth.
0: Blumange teeth. With two F's. Teeth. <laughs> teeth. That'd teeth be tough wouldn't it? Teeth teeth is two E's. Teeth. Uh, so yeah, that I mean that's pretty tef. much a um, <laughs> Le Tef. I mean that that's to the the secret
1: of the Blumange Tef.
0: That's you must fucking listen
1: fucking. at least forty minutes. <laughs>
0: tef. I Ed you spell Blumange, fuck's sake. Le, yeah. Le <laughs>
1: Monge.
0: Monge. I mean
1: just do your best and then Google it afterwards.
0: Tef. No, tef. that's how that, that's how it's doing. That's I mean <laughs> Blumange Tef. Oh, so dear. that's what we got. Um, yeah so that's that's what I did this week. I've not recorded my um, my no talk or turn this week, but I have a feeling that it's going to be inspired by one of the comments that I got from last week's one, so last week's one was the uh Donna Yellow Fall, which has got like I can a little see it bit right behind you that's that's not a, that's a bag.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah. Hey. I wasn't uh, fucking lying. <laughs> no, you can't.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd got it beyond me. Um, so, yeah, the, the Yellow Fall, which has got a little bit of a cult following, people absolutely love it, and I can understand why. It's really good. Um, but someone asked, how does it compare to the Mua Anna, Anna Echo? Because apparently they got the similar chip. Like, sounds like a video, that, doesn't it? So, Sounds like a question. It does. It de- <laughs> I mean, it does. But I am. I am definitely going to answer that one because the Anna Echo, I think, was the third no-talkal tone. Okay. So it it deserves its its time oh, in deserve- the limelight again. The Donna yeah. was last week. So I don't know. Maybe I'll do a maybe I'll do a three-way shoot between that. The Ana Echo and the Joyo Analog Delay, maybe. So, dude, what is
1: the hot take? I'm guessing to know.
0: So, our hot take this week. So, first thing we do is we we mop up our last week's one, which did not go the way that I thought it would. So the question was, or or the statement even was that good plugins are better. Are as good as, if not better than, an amp and pedal equivalent, like a good valve amp pedal equivalent. Nine, uh, sorry, sixty-six percent said that plugins are just as good. What?
1: Well, we have some input to this from what we were doing just before we started.
0: Indeed, indeed we do. However, yes, plugins are as good as an amp. Well, no, they're not. What? Uh, Especially
1: not as good as an amp, but well, that, when it that comes was the question?
0: To... As yeah, good no. If not better than an amp and pedal equivalent.
1: Yeah, so when it comes to other pedals, you know, like it comes to a modulation or something like that or a delay, then it could be as good, but when it comes to an actual amp No.
0: Not yet. But, the, but there you go. The the plugins won. The plugins won mm. this week. So definitive. Indeed. So, right. So this this week's one.
1: Well, should, do you want, because uh, um, we forgot to talk about the OnePlus. Should we talk about it now and then add it in, add it in so it's in
0: earlier? No, nah, we'll do it as news. We'll do, we'll amalgamate yeah. it with the news because we're here now, Lee. We're here. So, um, Matt Creswell, sorry, Careswell from the Pedal Boards of Doom Facebook group had this hot take big muffs are cool if you like disappearing in a mix
1: well <laughs> that's true if you don't know how to use an eq pedal or you don't have a muff that is um that has like a mid boost on it i think the metal muffs had like a top boost on them didn't they but the um, if you can put like a, an EQ after him and like just pop that mid, mids the pop the mids up, you'll be all right. But um, yeah,
0: I other than that, I agree with him. Yeah, I mean you've got like hard and fast uh, proof of this from this week, yeah. is that if you just use the muff on its own with no no boost in it. some people use a tube screamer afterwards as well, don't they, to, mm. to log like, EQ it.
1: But i tell you what, it, it wasn't a case of disappearing in the mix. I was the only guitarist. My signal just disappeared. It was a volume issue, not a not a, an EQ issue. Ah. Yeah.
0: Very good. Very good. So, the yeah, argument... It wasn't. It was shit. <laughs> I was... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You stamp on a pedal and your signal completely goes...
1: This is my what? new turn. I like this turn.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, there were, there were quite a few variants of the Big Moth. They all do that kind of boomy bass scoop in the mids, and then, like, you can get a, a nice sounding top end, or you can get kind of like fizzy sounding top end. So it doesn't really give you much in terms of like EQ choice.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's like if you want to get a Metallica sound, you have to be really, really loud. Shit, yeah. <laughs>
0: you
1: have to down do what Things.
0: I did. I did. We're not going to spoil anything. We're not going to spoil it. We're not those guys. Mustard. 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 We're not spoiling anything, Lee. Damn it. Hellman's. (laughs)
1: Hellman's.
0: Mayo. (laughs) Mayo of puppets. (laughs) What? Uh, So Big Muffs, yeah. The, The last, like, variants, like... Other people make copies of the Big Muff, or like versions of the Big Muff. Ritual devices who we spoke to a couple weeks ago at the show. They do a Big Muff with a mid control, but also have put eight clipping diodes in the circuit. So <laughs> really don't care for your original tone at all. <laughs> but that's that's pretty cool. In fact, I've got I think I've got. That's the EVOL, I think, and I've got one of those ready to demo. Exclusive. Exclusive here.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it's not just big muffs, it So is, It is fuzzes. It's small general.
0: muffs. It's All oh, cool <laughs> manner of muffs. But, like, big muffs are notorious for it, aren't they? Like, certain fuzz pedals give that kind of rich and creamy mid-range. Um, can be used on their own. Um, and get a relatively pleasant sound. You can also roll off the, the volume of like fuzz face and, and more vintage stole fuzzes to get like more pleasing, or, 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 like a more pleasing dynamic range with them. Whereas big muffs pretty much just smash a signal in the face. They're not really designed to clean up, they're not really yeah. designed to do anything apart from push.
1: There's a lot of presence in there, and there? yeah, it's, you can get lost, especially in the symbols and stuff.
0: stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems to occupy the EQ space that a lot of other things occupy. Mm. But then, that being said, notorious users of big muffs like David Gilmore, he sits in a rather dense mix, Um, and he seems fine.
1: Yeah, he also has like text and production that we couldn't even dream of yeah uh, and there's there's gilmore's um signal chain is just so complex like from one song to another it changes a ton as well
0: yeah i'm not saying it's easy to achieve but if you want the glory of the big muff you really got to work for it yeah <laughs> so, oh, so i guess that's uh that's uh discussion on that one for this week. Mm. If you agree that the big muff is cool, if you like disappearing in a mix, then vote for it in the podcast group. If you think big muffs are just cool, then that will be an option too. And yep. We have got some we've got some advocates of the big muff. There are some people out there in our podcast group who do enjoy a big muff. So it's time to get voting, guys. Not now. Not now. At the moment, you're driving. Wait until you've arrived at your destination.
1: Mate, Everyone works from home nowadays.
0: Pfft, lucky bastards. Right. News. <laughs> news. You've, news. You've kind of snooze, spluffed your snooze, load already snooze, on this one snooze, snooze, by telling us it's, we're talking about the OnePla Metaverse. But Lee, well, no, tell because we can edit that bit out. You. I might. mean, we can. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got to edit the bit about fucking paedophile rings. Are you actually going to edit that? I'm going to edit it down. I'm going to edit right. it down. I might, I might release it to our Patreon people as like just a full-on rant.
1: <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> Rants in our pants. Indeed. Um. Right, tell us about the Metaverse. It's a Wampler bezel. It's a delay.
1: Yeah, well done. You keep cool. going.
0: No, you, you tell me more. Tell me more, Lee. All right. Tell me we, more, Lee. Are we like? doing Greece doing Grease now? Tell me more, tell me more. Does it do a slap back?
1: <laughs> yes, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> oh, God, I couldn't. <laughs> right, I'm just bringing up a picture because I've been playing with this today. Uh, in fact, uh, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap and I have been uh, having a look at this, but we've been using the plug-in version.
0: Whoa, 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 uh, What? 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 So, so is is that something that you get with the pedal itself? Do you get like the the pedal and the plugin version as well? Actually, yes,
1: that is Ooh. correct. So if you want, you can just buy the uh, plugin, and the plugin's around sixty quid, and it's very very good. And we'll talk about that a bit more in a second. But the pedal is uh, the same format as the Terraform, and I'm sure you're all familiar with that. And it's got, course. I think it's got 11 different delays on it. Cool. Um, Yeah. And it's been crazy because like so many people have been like, oh, but why hasn't it got this delay on it? And you just like hear people moan about it all the time. And it just makes me think how many different weird types of delays there are. I was saying to the guys at OnePlus, maybe we should bring out a second version just with weird delays on it, like glitch delays and reverse delays and shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, guaranteed. You release a pedal, and then it's not got someone's favourite version yeah, of the delay.
1: Different. So the delays it's got on it are uh, Analog, Wet, Bucket Brigade, Jet,
0: Dock, <laughs> FTE. What? Uh, wet? Does it, te- yeah. does it tell you what these are, or is it just making you guess?
1: uh well i suppose if you read the manual it'll tell you what it is but if you if you ever held a terraform they're really small so they try and get as much information on it as possible yeah one cool. of the things they have done on this over the terraform is the um the font is much clearer to read whereas on the terraform it was really small and they put as they put as much information in the tiniest tiniest text you've ever seen and everyone was complaining about like how small it is. So obviously on this one, they've made the text very bold, but they've made the descriptions of each of the modes as basic as possible yes, in order to make the letters bigger.
0: Yeah, so FTE was like faux tape echo, wasn't it? which is one of their um, their uh, like existing pedals.
1: Yeah, exactly. And the ETH is their F real um MD, MOD is modulation uh, SPC is a space echo and you've got tape you've got digi and that's obviously your Digimon Um got <laughs> ANL which um, is He's... oh no it's gel, so sorry I was wrong it's oh, not anal um, it's funny how you've got ANL and then wet next to each other <laughs> no, well, I mean not naturally
0: anyway you've got to no. use some use something Deep else guides, for
1: that lube. yeah um <laughs> <laughs> and then the controls you've got on here are delay feedback tone mod and mix and the modulation will change. So like the jet for instance, it, the the delays are um are flanged. flanged. So flanged. <laughs> yeah. Flanged. <laughs> So yeah, as as the as they repeats go on, they change how they sound depending on how you set it. Uh, the dock is based on their like Doctor Who style uh, delay pedal, so all of their delay pedals are in here as well. It's they sound great, didn't they sound good?
0: Yeah, it was, I mean through the limited um, limited scope that we had because it was going through your DAW mic,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, back to you. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, even through that it sounded quite impressive. And it really shouldn't have, because I, I heard a lot of like guitar string noise, but the, the repeated delays were were actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, it was um it was really, really nice. Um, and I'm yeah, I'm impressed with it. You've got trails on it, so you can turn trails on and I've got tap tempo on there. You got presets you've got eight different presets on there, which is nice, and that's off the top of the um pedal itself. And then with MIDI, you've got MIDI in and through, and yeah. that gives you up to 128 different um, different presets. you got stereo in, stereo out, and you've got an expression on it. So that's the pedal. Bloody good. Really, really nice. Does a lot for a small pedal. And you would compare this maybe to like the DD200 from Boss.
0: Okay. But
1: it's smaller than that. Yeah. But the DD two hundred does have all top-mounted jacks, whereas this has, um,
0: yeah, a few the ends, on the side, stereo
1: ins and outs on the side, uh, and it's got stuff on the top as well. But if you want to run MIDI, the DD two hundred does have MIDI jacks on the side, so only one side is completely plain.
0: Yeah, so you you kind of getting a similar thing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, more or less. You've got
1: three sides taken up on this, whereas you've got one maximum two sides taken up on the uh other one this no matter what you've got at least two sides taken yeah. up because
0: yeah, that's where the um the inputs and outputs go isn't it exactly okay yeah. okay very cool um, though
1: looks really cool called the metaverse and there's been lots of discussion as to whether they're going to get a cease and desist for that <laughs> which is great because it causes discussion about a battle you know it's, it's fantastic um so, yeah, if you do buy this, you get the plugins for free, and um were very kind to let me have them and test them out so we could talk about them here um we had a play through them earlier, like we said, and um interestingly, the plugin isn't the same format as the pedal instead of having like a a an eleven way switch where you can. 11 way Uh, could have called it that couldn't they um (laughs) so instead of having an 11 way switch where you can change the um the mode you actually just have 11 different plugins which you can choose from so that actually means you can stack them as well
0: yeah yeah you could have you could have it across multiple channels as well couldn't you you could have like one type of delay on like a left channel guitar and another type of delay on the right channel guitar you could have them both summed into a five yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah it's um yeah there's a lot you can do with the plugins and the fact that they're giving that away for free
0: yeah is just that's that's a amazing. smart move that is it's really really good um because there's uh, like there's the functionality of it is really quite similar to the xander um yeah templo, is it the duplo so Duplo, the, yeah, like very very similar in terms in terms of like setup. Not too confused with the what
1: with the Zander Lego. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, oh yeah, we was, we was talking about them the other day. He's got the Templo, the Duplo, and the Junipero, doesn't he? <laughs> um, yeah, he does not the Lego. <laughs> lest he have a cease and desist from that as well. Um, but yeah, so I think the, the Zanders a little bit cheaper than the. The Wampler, but then the Wampler has the obviously has the DAW um, plugins available too. So
1: I think it's also somewhat smaller. Is it okay? Yeah. It's a very small pedal. Both the, the Terraformer and the Metaphor are very very small pedals.
0: Cool. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll have to I'll have to see it. I mean, when I say
1: very small, it's probably about three and a half mini pedals
0: <laughs> okay is that a current unit of measurement
1: <laughs>
0: yeah yeah it's, it's like maybe those if... memes that you see isn't it like Americans will use anything not to use the metric system <laughs> yeah it's like 45 elephants long <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah three washing machines wide <laughs> just use meters <laughs> god damn it just use meters yeah Right, oh, we've man. we've got some final final little little Calm bits. Down. We've got some final Kenzo. I thought I'd pluck some questions from the uh, pedal boards of doing group because Yeah, it's a it's a good group. It's it's a massive group as well. Yeah. Got over 80k now.
1: Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo.
0: So the next next big milestone is 100, isn't it? Well, 90, surely. No, we're going to go for 100. Let's do it.
1: Only even numbers, damn it, you evenist.
0: <laughs> That's it. So, Derek Gardner, Gardner, Cardenas said... What? <laughs> you didn't even start that with the right letter. Derek Car- Cardenas. Yeah, my handwriting got smaller as the, as the uh, podcast went on. You did the Sorry. opposite to the wampler pedals. <laughs> he, he said, where do you keep your pedals... That aren't on your board. Well, he, he he went about it in a slightly longer longer way. But basically, where do you keep your pedals that aren't on your board? And if you, you look behind me, your red. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I've got um, a, a little fantastic trick that I, because uh, I went to Ikea, and they had these little letter racks that happened to, like the spacing for the letters happened to be the size of a guitar pedal can't remember what the product's name is for them, but if you have a look, they're like these little kind of stackable uh, letter racks that are very, very thin sheet metal and have got cork tops. So they're non-slip for your pedals, and you can get probably about, I'd say about 30 pedals on each of these racks. So behind me, I've got some shelving units with two two letter racks full of guitar pedals.
1: Yeah, and if you click the link in the comment section below, sorry, in the description below, we will get up, um we'll get some money for you using our links,
0: affiliate links to IKEA. I wish, <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> I wish we'd be able to sell those um Gorm pedal boards. Yeah, the pedal boards yeah. and oh. the shelves. Yeah, yeah, they are
1: IKEA. Don't know what they've got, do they?
0: They don't. No, <laughs> they've they've absolutely struck a gold mine, haven't they? But yeah, so I've got I've got two of these. Uh, two of these letter racks behind me, and they are making absolute—they—they're they're just so good, so good. They've allowed me to organise my pedals into like um, types as well, so that if I do do a no talk, all tone verses, where I've got to go, okay, I've got this, this uh, like modulation pedal. I need something that does something similar. I can get exactly to the to the point rather than like rooting through boxes and boxes and boxes like I had before.
1: So I've got mine on the uh the shelves that you see behind the sofa on the um in, in the new studio. Um because I love them. Those those shelves are wicked. So they're the picture shelves out of IKEA.
0: Um so basically what we're saying is go to IKEA. Yeah. There's loads of pedal storage solutions in IKEA.
1: Exactly. And your um your letter shelves that you've got are actually in that IKEA cube um shelving situation aren't they?
0: Yeah, the um Calax so unit. Which
1: my desk is in front of me is the same thing. Same colour, same everything.
0: Yeah, yeah, they fit perfectly into the Calax units. And I think that they were designed to do that as well. Mm-hmm. I've also got like the Calax um drawers as well, which also have pedals in. Which if I like <laughs> if I need to keep the boxes for certain pedals, I I keep them in the drawers. If not, they go in the the shelving like the the letter shelves, which are absolutely
1: so good when we moved here. I had two large boxes, and they're still downstairs, which have a box of boxes in, and they are literally all my guitar boxes folded flat, nice, <laughs> two large boxes
0: <laughs> i mean it's it's crazy not it, but some people that's a deal breaker if you go to sell the pedal, go now have the original box. And then then you scupper, don't you? But hey hi. <laughs> so that's that's our solution. Go to Ikea. IKEA have got some absolutely fantastic storage solutions for your pedals. Even if they how many don't people
1: know it. Comment, how many people commented on that saying Ah, oh, you should sell them if you don't use them. Hoarding them is a disease and all this sort of rubbish.
0: Oh I didn't I didn't even bother looking, I'll be honest. Because don't. I know <laughs> th- this this behind me here makes me happy. It's it's just... It's an encyclopedic kind of tone library for me. Yeah. And it's, it makes it really, really cool for, like, comparison videos, which I might have coming up as well. I've I had an idea for um something on Pedal Wars of doing, but you'll have to, have to wait for me to actually get around to recording that because the next one might have my amp blowing up in it. <laughs> so... Watch that video. I reckon we've got time for one more question, haven't we? Got time. We got time. So Mikey Gatto has said Mr. Black's funk uh pwonk beta has got the control phonk F W O N K Fwonk. Fwunk. It is the best parameter name ever. Can we think of any parameters? that are better
1: i mean i saw this post and i thought to myself
0: i know exactly what that control does fwonk yeah oh yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah like it's even though you've never seen a fwonk control before you know <laughs> like you know that what that's doing
1: yeah like you should have a presence control called ping
0: mm okay i've got a pedal Piss,
1: or something like that you know what
0: i've got of me? i've got like a, a modified um, Bonamassa Fuzz Face, which has got the control evil, which I think is pretty good. Uh, it's a bit in, on the nose, though, isn't it? But it does, it well, it doesn't work at the moment because <laughs> uh, it's thrown it in someone's nose, it done fucked up, but oh, um, <laughs> it, it was a wicked okay. battle and it sounded great. You're wicked or evil can't make my e- evil yeah evil um yeah what else have we got the, uh the dod gunky hasn't that got a gong on it yeah
1: which I mean, like what other like like the, the the repeat you know when it says when a control says repeat you kind of know it's not going to burp at me right this is the repeats of the delay Whereas if sometimes when a when a yeah, pedal and you've got it's a delay pedal and the knob says delay, you kind of think, "Well, oh, yeah, no." <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, but when yeah, it says I repeats,
1: mean, you kind of think, "Okay, yeah, cool."
0: Yeah, I mean, there's like various um, etiquettes for for naming parameters and like like drive, gain, distortion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, et cetera, all do the same thing pretty much um Mm, yeah trying to think of a like one which which really really stood out to me it's a it's a tough one i'm gonna have to get back to you on that one in our in our group if you can think of any um guitar pedal controls that have just got a fantastic name hit us up hit us up
1: Yeah, I, I i like this. I really like this idea of controls that that are named like the sound that they that they do, like Fwonk.
0: twang. Yeah, you know what exactly mean? what funk is. Yeah, twang. Yeah, I think there's a... pedals with twang, isn't there? Uh, we'll we'll go for one more because Trent um. Ki- Trent Kitty Hawk is uh, is just a fantastic name. Trent Kitty Hawk. Anyone? recommend a small builder who does a boost i think they all do um, I mean, but
1: Stu's not exactly tall
0: <laughs> uh, yeah i mean he was one of the one of the ones that i thought when i, I initially went for it it depends it really depends what you're after in a boost if you are just after pure clean loudness you aren't getting any better than the tate effects booster because it is it just does everything louder
1: it's, yeah, and if you ask him nicely, he'll put a picture of Donald Trump on it for you and call it the bullshit booster. He,
0: he might, he may very well do that. Um, yeah. He's, yeah, he stopped doing those quite a while ago because people got angry. A certain type of person got angry. Um, if if you want um, something which is a bit more controllable, I don't know. I think the halo sailor range masters are very good it's not yeah, a, it's yeah. not a clean boost but it is it's a boost that will absolutely get you cutting through a mix
1: i mean yeah if it works for prime mate it's going to work Indeed. <laughs> uh, I, you've got we've got to mentioned the Microamp. yeah it's one of the best boosts out there ever it's, it's so good it's not a so small affordable.
0: builder oh it's not is it and they're not a small builder no, forgot about that thing, that part. Um, I mean, I flippantly commented like, "Oh, they all do it," but we're we're really struggling to pull out boosts here. Like the, the TateFX one, yeah, legit. I think the problem is that boosts aren't particularly exciting. So instead, what people tend to do is do like a really simple drive.
1: I mean, if you ask any any builder that makes a a tube screamer, then then you got a boost,
0: really, haven't you? Yeah, I mean you can use the Antares as a as a boost if you really want to. You're not really using it to its I full potential. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you want to, you could use you could use it as a boost. Um, the Doctor Green, which was like Ashdown's pedal line. I know they're not a particularly small builder, but they're not massive company. Ashdown. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, the, the, the Doctor Green pedal line wasn't particularly particularly big.
1: Yeah, it might not have been popular, but uh Ashton are a huge company. Mm. In terms of like their popularity. They wouldn't fall into boutique, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, they so they um they do well their their series of pedals were to do with like medical kind of stuff. Um so that's and just what you want. And it was I think it was the booster shot. Was their one and it had two independent boost circuits, one of which was like a normal just load boost and then the other one was like a trebly boost. And you could blend the two together to get just the right amount of cut through in the mix. Mm. So that was really cool. Yeah,
1: I mean, you you'll be able to, even if a company that you like, like a little boutique company, doesn't actually make a specific boost, you could ask them; and they'd be able to knock one up for you.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, Bright Onion. They yeah. they're not they're not doing pedals at the moment, but I think they've got plans to bring their pedal line back. Their ask, soap booster was brilliant.
1: Ask Chris uh, custom pedal boards because he has a bunch of their their pedals, uh, which I think he probably still has uh, some of the boost
0: left. Yeah. So it's called the soap boost, and it was really good. I I used to rock one for quite a while. Uh, I've stopped using it mainly because I don't know if I'd be able to replace it if I ever broke it. Because they it's stopped most.
1: You could fix it.
0: <laughs> I probably could, mind you. It's in a fifteen ninety a box. I wouldn't want to be poking around in that. Anyway, that's a podcast for this week. That is definitely a podcast. So, big, big, exciting news for our Patreon people. If if you want to be one of these people as well. $2 a month, you can be part of that crew. And everyone who is signed up to Patreon gets this bonus. So last week, I set up the RSS feed for the uh, bonus casts. We had a few that were like posted on the Patreon wall. I don't know what you call it, like the Patreon feed, which you could listen to through the Patreon app, but it's like a massive pain in the ass. This week I've managed to get it set up so that the RSS feed works so you can put your own individual link into a podcast provider and it does work. I have tried it myself. It gives you a uh, a feed of all of the bonus episodes. Currently there are three, um, one of which is an old Christmas special but with some of the bits that were cut, cut out, not cut out. Oh, shit. So... <laughs> the, oh, fuck. <laughs> there's uh, some, yeah. So there's that. And then there's, there was the, the one that we did, like as a pre podcast cast with you, Lee. Um, yeah,
1: because I was in Germany and I knew that the guys were messaging within the chat saying, hey, we're meeting. And I was just in my bedroom bored. And I was like, yeah. I'll,
0: yeah, so we, I'll, I'll jump in. We had a little kind of loosey goosey with that, didn't we? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, the The whole idea was, of it was to kind of trial uh, getting some more bonus casts out. I'm not currently committing to, uh, like, an extra bonus cast every week because I don't know if we can, like, fully commit to that. But if you are part of the Patreon crew, if you are on any tier, so that's $2, $5, $10, any of those tiers, you get access to your own personal RSS feed and it will be available to all of you. Bonus, bonus $5. So you get both I mean, if you want to give us five dollars, I would happily I'll happily accept that. And i will make sure that none of that goes to Lee. It's true, he it does. Uh, so <laughs> so there we go. Um uh, he, so,
1: he the purse holder for pedophiles of doom and for, <laughs> for fret Talk. So what the fuck's going on here?
0: See am yeah. like smog. <laughs> uh so yeah, if you wanna if you wanna find out more, if you go patreon.com slash fret uh, the link's in the description for this podcast anyway. So just check it out. Um, like I say, you get some bonus stuff. I think it's about four hours worth of bonus material at the moment. So, and that's only going to only gonna continue to get more. So the people who are our, our current Patreon backers also get a shout out, which happens to go a little something like this. Mr. Andrew Bimson. <laughs> Mr. Adam Yeomans. <laughs> Mr. Doug Crist of 37 Effects of Masters of the Cinematic Universe and the Just Surprise Me podcast we have got Mr. Hugh G-Rection we have got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups and finally Mr. Brian Geller of the Tone Jokes podcast and of the Second Button podcast Oh, dear God. Lee, you don't make this easy, do you? You really don't make this easy. I'm going to have to... I
1: was giving you a backing track, and you... (sighs) I mean, come on.
0: Okay, okay. (laughs) If you want to find me online, I am Budget pedal chap. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. YouTube is the home to the No Talk All Tone series and the No Talk All Tone Versus series, which I think this week will have a delay pedal shootout. It might not. It might It might be something to... It might be another set of blues drivers, because I like blues drivers. But who knows? It's not recorded yet. We'll find out. Lee, we can find you where?
1: I'm crying, and I don't know why.
0: It's an emotional <laughs> end to the podcast. My
1: eyes are watering. <laughs> so we um,
0: can we can find you at Pedalboards of Doom, the largest, largest, the biggest group of guitar people on the internet ever. Well, on Facebook, anyway. Yeah, on and Facebook, the... on the internet ever. That's where all the peoples is. Indeed, <laughs> we can yep. also find uh, you as a I weekly on host.
1: Instagram and YouTube Indeed. and. Um, uh, grinder. <laughs> that,
0: that's all you. That is all you. If you happen to be in Sweden, it
1: was your idea.
0: <laughs> just need to get some, some. I mean, we need to get a hundred k somehow. Don't
1: diversify. I see. Uh, um, yeah.
0: Sorry. No. Uh, yeah.
1: You. You. You know where to find us, and you know what we do. And if you want to know anything more, just ask.
0: Cool. Yeah. So that will be us for this week. From myself, Mr. Budget Chip. From Lee Padabadabadoo. Yo. It will be well, a Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> and good night for this week. It's a lot of it. Bye. Bye. your door. The lady was sitting at her late husband's funeral when a man leans in and asks, do you mind if I say something? She says, no, please go right ahead. The man stands up, clears his throat and in a clear voice says, plethora and then sits back down. The lady leans in over to him and says, thank you, that means a lot. <laughs>